and welcome to What Did We Just Watch, the show where we talk about what we just watched for an entire year now. I'm your wholesome Woo! know-it-all resident movie buff, Zach Kuyat. And I am Spider-Man with his hand in a cookie jar, Emily Coffin. <laughs> um, I have, okay, there's a song in this world that I can't stop thinking You're going about. right in on it? Yeah, okay. I just, we, I just, I gotta talk about it. <laughs> It's that clearly. I don't. I should have looked up what the name of the song is, but like it's bad, so I don't want to. Yes, because it's just it's it's that one that goes. Would you know about rolling down in the deep? I know exactly that much of the song. Yes. Yeah, that's the only because here's the thing. I know it from two places. One TikTok, which is that's that is as much as you use for place. the audio. The other, it's Whit Merrifield's walk-up song for the Kansas City Royals. Love that. You for use him. the beginning of a song. That's it. You don't get to listen to the whole song. Well, it song. seems like that's the only part of the song that exists. Yeah. I'm okay, Well, okay. I know that's not true <laughs> because I was at the game today, so I heard that song four times. Okay. And it comes in, and they say his name. Like, they have <laughs> – I have to imagine that they've put together a specific package for every player, but his – it sounds like they took extra special care to like say his name at the right time in the song so that it wouldn't interrupt the music at all. Love it. It's a very like it's a well put together piece of audio they know what except doing that out it there. comes out would you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb? I know when your brain goes numb is the next line. I, I was not have the, even told you that. I was at the game today with my sister. And we were trying desperately to come up with what the rest of the lyrics might be. Um, <laughs> and so we just started playing a game about, like, what do you think the next rhyme is? So we got to, I got to, like, when your brain goes numb and your elbows freeze, when you got to drive far but you have no keys. Like, that's the game now. Um, and it's, I'm writing an infinitely better song than whatever this song Probably. actually is. Probably. I don't know. When I you, couldn't even tell you who it is. When you want to feed a horse, but it won't <laughs> eat leaves. Like, that's all this, That's all you need to make this song good. But when you got a golden dog, but it won't retrieve. <laughs> when, when you really like honey, but you're allergic to bees. That's it. That's all. Listen, this is a better song. I don't know what this song is. It's bad. The bit that's happening on TikTok now where you just edit it completely out of rhythm into other songs. <laughs> I is, hate it. I hate it. It gives me anxiety it every time. my brain, but it's so funny. <laughs> God, I hate it. No, okay, because that random song from fucking Sweet Charity has yeah. been like all over the place for <laughs> no reason. <laughs> I barely even know that song, <laughs> and I just got a degree <laughs> in musical <laughs> theater. <laughs> I saw one that was that. <laughs> It was that song, oh, and then it two? just came in with oh, no. no That's awful. It's so bad. I hate no, but that. the person was still, like, dancing with it. That's really funny, so though, funny. that in the middle of it, what'd you know about rolling <laughs> down in the deep? I think the caption I'm was really like, when you only kind of learn. But I can't count by threes. <laughs> <laughs> I think the caption was like, when you only kind of learn the audition comes. Correct. <laughs> so me, anytime I had to do a dance, me audition, every I single like, time I dance, I'm gonna get ever. pretty close. Oh, try my best. <laughs> I haven't done a dance audition in so long. I know I'm long. stressed out about the next time I have to do one because I have not danced I in a hot in minute. I hope I didn't forget. There was like two weeks back in like November. I was like, let me just like make my storage room like a dance space, <laughs> and I'm gonna go out there a couple times a week and just like work on stuff. 
it left. I did it maybe like five times over the span <laughs> of two weeks and then never again. I finally started like stretching again because I could almost do my splits. You got to do that. At like the end of senior year. I finally year. have my splits for the first time ever. Now that I'm not in dance classes every yeah. day of my life. I almost had them. And How then I sat at home for like six straight months. And so I completely yeah. lost all of my flexibility. So now I'm like back in the gym trying to get my splits back. Yep. That's my current goal Gotta is stretch. to be able to do Gotta the splits. Do it. Get those pigeons. Get those half pigeons in there. That's what I need to do more of is them pigeons. Yeah. That's all you got. That's <laughs> yoga. I got to do some more of them yogas. <laughs> get a couple anyway, of yogas in there. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, here on episode 52. Like we've been basically this, a friend. year of doing this whole thing. Wow. We decided to revisit our roots. <gasps> and by that, I mean revisit the first I episode. I say as if I didn't did. pick it. I, I gasped <laughs> like I wasn't sure what <laughs> yeah, you meant by this that. This is your idea, this basically. This is my idea. We decided to revisit where it all began. And where it all began was with the Spider-Man sequel. Woo! And so while we didn't watch the exact same movie, we did watch another Spider-Man the sequel. The next one. <laughs> we watched the oft-derided Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3. I'm really glad we watched this one. Me too, because I am here to set the record straight about this movie. And I've been I've been made aware because I told you I haven't seen this one in a very long time. Mm -hmm. I remember when we watched a year ago when we did Spider-Man 2, I watched it for the first time in a very long time. Yeah. And I watched the first one because it had been so long. So I was like, oh, I may as well like throw yeah. the first one in and I'll watch the first one of too. Of course. But I stopped and didn't watch the third one. Because we didn't need to. So I probably haven't seen the third one since, like, I want to say at the most recent middle school. Probably yeah. is the last time I saw this movie before tonight. I have a great love for this movie. I really like it. It's, it's a good movie. I People hate this movie. So much. I know. And Which I never really got because I remember liking it when I was a kid. Well, I know I loved it as a kid. I remember like on a Sunday afternoon going to the Just theater to see Spider-Man 3. <laughs> like <laughs> I yes. loved this movie. I remember like this was the greatest thing that had ever happened to me. Yeah. When I was, well, because at that you know, point, nine. like name a movie that had more like. More stuff. More stuff. <laughs> There's so much this stuff. This is a comic book movie that's got, for the time, a lot of stuff. So much stuff. There's a lot more and stuff I, now. But now I is a very different time listen, than 2007. The stuff is part of the problem. It's not a perfect movie. There's just a no. ton of stuff that I like in it. But it is it's so very close. good. It is so close to being... A great movie. It's one very, very bad studio note away from being an excellent movie. Yes. And that very, very bad studio note, and this is not like theorizing, this is what has been said since then, is that, it's hey, Venom. we want Venom in this movie. Yeah. And Sam Raimi was like, no, I have a perfect Sandman movie. Leave me alone. And they yeah. said, no, give us and Venom. And he was correct. And he was right. Because Sandman because in this Sandman movie is, so is the, this best, movie. the best thing. Just end of sentence. It's so good. The, it's kind of crazy how good, because you look at Marvel movies now, like how hit or miss villains are mm -hmm. in that entire year. Like, they have so much money. There's like they have three so good much resources and like time and money and people to work with. Right. And like the villains are still so hit or miss. The villains are this almost day. universally bad. Yeah. There's Loki, there's, there's Thanos. Thanos. There's Killmonger. Killmonger was good. 
Winter Soldier is Winter, a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, I was going to say, Winter really, Soldier was, was he good while really he was kind of a villain. The whole bit was like, he's not actually Zemo's good. Zemo's good. Zemo we like Zemo. Civil War is great. But like, uh, the villains aren't good. But like, who's like, ooh. And Sam Raimi just crushed it three straight yeah, times. he did a great job. With Green Goblin and Dr. Octopus and Sandman. Yeah. And then they were like, put more stuff in there. And that ruined the movie. And it made it bad. Not bad, but it, w- it worsened it. Sandman and the new Goblin are both, I think, very good things that happened in the movie. Oh, and you absolutely. can tell like that was They're where both Sam Raimi's well. script was. And then they said, no, 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 we need this thing in here also. Yeah. And it messed it all up. It did. It really did. Honestly, he maintained the integrity of it for most of it. Two-thirds of the movie are still it's fine. like a great movie. Two thirds of the super movie, enjoyable the movie is perfect. It's until the actual moment of Venom. Yeah, the movie's fine. Once Venom and I know gets that his that little mitts of a on, take. what's his face? Eddie Brock. He yeah. says it so many times. I, I never catch it. I don't think I ever will. He catch makes it. a point of calling himself Edward Brock Jr. Sir, like five times. He sounds the most like a child. I ever got was Junior. <laughs> Though I probably would have called him Junior before I called him either of those other believe. names. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I I have so many I have like things I want to get to, but we need to remember that we have a yeah structure we've got like we got like we got a procedure we got to yeah, follow. We have things to accomplish here, so let's yeah. accomplish question number one. And question number one is what's extreme? It's where we talk about the most and the least, the the emoist and the flippiest and the stretchiest and the sandiest. This movie is extremely directed by Sam Raimi. It is so directed extremely by Sam Raimi. More, than, more so even than the other two were. Oh, you're no, I'm with like you. Like, very, <laughs> like, watching this one, I'm like, oh, yeah, I now, because I remember it being a shock back, right. way back when, when I was like, oh, the same guy did this that did Evil Dead. Evil Dead. You watch this movie and you're like, oh yeah, no, this kind of looks like this could be in the same universe as Evil yeah. Dead. All of the like, at least Evil Dead Two. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I will say about the Sandman stuff or the Sandman, the Venom stuff. Yeah. So like, good. When he, when he really got to roll with it, when it looks he's got like Evil Venom's Dead. face. It's great. And it's the and like he's being scary. It's great. I don't even. I think the problem is just Venom because the symbiote is a great addition to this movie yes. too. Yes. Like when the symbiote is just the symbiote and we're like watching it first crawl around the room. It it's looks very so cool. cool in the shadow of it. The like shadow of her face. The claw in the, in the face. It looks and so it's cool. Angry. It's like pos- a thing for two thousand seven. It looks phenomenal. It's so cool. There's still moments where it's like. It looks a little like everything is made of rubber. And yeah. it's 2007, I mean, yeah. but a good chunk of this movie it looks, looks really good. great. The, the particle the physics on Sandman, I mean, awesome. That's like, hey, we're going to ask you that's to just crazy. digitally like evaporate that a man. That would be kind of crazy now. Yeah. Remember when we all like had such a time watching people turn to dust in Infinity War? Like, yeah. we thought that was crazy. And like it still looks a lot better in Infinity War. Well, yeah, but but they had to do it for thirty seconds. They did it for like a Sandman. A total of thirty minutes of a movie was that in two thousand and seven, and it still looks good. It's very good. But yeah, it's very Sam Raimi, especially the whole that notorious chunk of the movie where 
Peter Parker's being very emo <laughs> and got his little <laughs> eyeliner and his bangs. And he's his guy liner and dancing the bangs. around the town. And he's going to jazz clubs. It's and he's very saying, Sam Raimi. <laughs> Bruce Campbell came in and gave him a couple notes. Like yep. it, <laughs> it does feel a little bit like Bruce Campbell was like, yes. okay, here's what I would do. For here, let it, just imagine you're Bruce Campbell. Here, here. <laughs> Here, dig all this. He ba- he comes here, Toby like Maguire. Here's a copy of Evil Dead 2. I want you to go watch this. Right. He comes like two feet Come short back of tomorrow just going we'll do this scene. groovy. groovy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, the other extreme that I have is that this movie is extremely prescient about what we're about to realize was terrible about men in general. Oh, yeah. It's like it got there just it, before it everybody else was, was like, hey, wait, yeah, that's bad. It's yeah. not cool that he like makes all of his all of my problems about him <laughs> and like i got i just am about to like lose my job and he's like yeah mm. it is tough to be spider-man huh? talking isn't about yourself it? all the time isn't always good he whoa <laughs> peter wait a parker, minute. he might be on to something peter parker before the symbiote is the master of you're not wrong but you're not helping you're not <laughs> helping <laughs> she's talking about like i just don't know if i deserve to be up there and people i don't know if people like me and he's like yeah like they want to give me the key to the city. And I'm like, do I even deserve that? Because, like, all I did was save the police chief's daughter That's another from thing. falling 60 storms. Because, like I said, I haven't really had a horse in this race up until <laughs> now because I haven't seen the movie in so long. But wha- another gripe everyone always has about the movie is that Peter Parker doesn't act like Peter Parker. Like, he like he does things out of character. Like, uh-huh. specifically yes. in that chunk of the movie, he yes. does things very out of character. But... The whole bit that they present with the symbiote is that it, what is it, accentuates like aggression aggression. and confident. I think they say, yeah, he says like specifically aggression is the thing that amplifies the most. And that's it. He's like a, not dumb, I almost said dumb nerd. He's a nerd, weirdo kid who suddenly. Just has all this unearned confidence I- raging yeah. through his body and <laughs> exactly. is feeling really aggressive. He's going through a second puberty. That's and exactly he's freaking what out. It is. Listen, like Spider-Man has always been a puberty metaphor, so this is like yes. only appropriate that it continues to he's happen. He's going through a second puberty and he's being weird. He's acting like a twelve-year-old boy, acting like a middle schooler. Yes, he's acting like every middle it, schooler I've when you ever look met. At it like that, it is. It perfectly. No, he's not acting like Peter Parker because <laughs> no. he's he's got the symbiote attached to him. Exactly. That's the whole point. Is he's not acting like Peter Parker. He's acting like Peter Parker with like confidence maxed well, out. And if someone took like the little sliders exactly and it. dragged them all the way up, because the beginning for of the no movie, reason. like the whole thing is he's kind of being a jerk and doesn't realize it. That's right. the whole thing at the beginning of the yes, movie. Because he's is already like, like dealing with all this, like everyone's comp. He's already getting that confidence. The already. the opening narration of the first two movies is like, yes, I'm Spider-Man and it's deeply important and I have so many responsibilities. And the opening narration of this movie is like, yeah, guys, I'm Spider-Man. Yeah, that's and me. It's very cool. Yeah. So it's people they're love setting me. a different tone of like this guy's kind of a jerk. Yeah. Like he's kind of not fun anymore. He's kind of rude. I don't know if and you know this guys, but when people when is. people get famous, that kind of happens. He got famous. That's kind of how that works. And he got douchey. Because it feels That's what weird. happened. He people when a lot of people suddenly just clap time. for you no matter what you do. 
that might make you a little funky in the head for a little bit. So he gets a little rude. Yes. And he gets a little disconnected from everyone else around him's actual emotions. That's the whole And that's the whole thing. Point. He thinks everything's going perfectly because he's not looking outside of himself. Yes. And then he gets the symbiote and all of that is amplified to the infinity degree because that's what the that's symbiote the does. It amplifies the host's emotions. Yes. Especially aggression. So sometimes he yells at his landlord for no reason about a door. Yes. And sometimes he accidentally hits Mary Jane across the face, which is not great. Not but good. Like, no, he's, not at it's all. It's supposed to be bad. So yeah, like, it's supposed can, to be a really bad moment. It's okay. Like I mean, it's not good that it happened, but that's the point. It's supposed to be bad that it happened. Yeah. Um, I want to give you an extreme. Okay. And this extreme is about me. It's okay. not so much about the movie. And it's that I am extremely passionate about proving to the world that this movie is good. Yes, I'm aware. Um, Even as someone who has not seen this movie in so long, <laughs> you have talked to me so much about your talking points. I feel like, so okay. strongly about this movie. I get it. Um, to the I haven't point seen that this movie in a decade. One of the things that um, people were doing near the beginning of like quarantine era was making PowerPoint presentations to share with their friends, you yes. know, like PowerPoint yes. night kind of yes. things. Yes, I've so been wanting to do one. I never got invited to one. But me and some know. friends had a PowerPoint night. Of course. And my PowerPoint was entitled In Defense of Spider-Man 3. Beautiful. And Sounds the whole very on brand. The whole bit was that we each um, presented somebody else's PowerPoint. It was kind of like Fun. I like that. Um, so the thesis of mine, I, I titled this first slide The Thesis. The 2007 film Spider-Man 3, directed by Sam Raimi and starring Tobey Maguire, has long been derided as one of the worst movies in the superhero genre. New, new paragraph. What if I told you it's secretly great? New paragraph. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3 is 80% of a masterpiece with an unfortunate <laughs> 20% of nonsense that overshadows the rest. <laughs> that is my thesis of now this episode of the podcast. As I agree well, with you. The easy parts... Topher Grace as Eddie Brock and Venom, not not awesome. Bryce Dallas Howard as Gwen Stacy, weird, doesn't work. Yeah, in this a little movie. weird. But Tobey Maguire, still fantastic. J.K. Simmons, still the best thing Will to ever happen be in a superhero movie. Terrible in anything and ever. Probably the most important part. And then I put on three separate slides: Thomas, Hayden, Church. Yeah. And then a picture of Thomas Hayden Church on a fourth slide. Look at that handsome and man. And in a in a stroke of genius, I titled the next slide. Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman. I and then it says, <laughs> it says the Sandman main villain story is Chef's Kiss, immaculate. <laughs> Never before has there been a more powerful villain origin moment than Flint Marco reaching desperately for the locket so with his daughter's good. picture, unable to grab it because his hand is made out of sand. So and then good. in parentheses, act it out. <laughs> because this was my play along, play along. And then I talked about, I talked for like three slides about the thematic, the the rage theme in yes, the movie and yes. how rage is rage. the core Bad. of the movie and how each individual character, Spider-Man, Harry Osborn, Flint Marco, and Eddie Brock either overcome or fail to overcome their individual rage. And then the next slide says, on a personal note, and then in parentheses, Spend the next minute describing your favorite scene from Spider-Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next slide says, also, 
in parentheses, talk in depth about what makes an excellent superhero movie and why Spider-Man 3 is a good example. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you're going to play, you might as well play. Like, make them do stuff. But then I think the most important, and this is what I really came to this PowerPoint for. Okay. Defending the difficult. Now, I hear what you're saying. In parentheses, do a fun voice. (laughs) But what about the walking down the street and (laughs) dancing and stuff? What about that? Huh? (laughs) Huh? I know. It's dumb. Out of context, especially, it's very dumb. But stick with me. I (laughs) I said, (laughs) I don't know about you, but I, parentheses, full name of presenter here, am (laughs) not exactly what you call cool. (laughs) So I can relate to early Peter Parker. Now, I wouldn't call Street Snapping Dancing Pete a cool guy, but I do think he seems like a real nerdy guy who just had a confidence alien latch onto his brain and tell him to do whatever seems very cool. Yes. In this sense, the street scene seems like realism. Yes. Because I think that's <laughs> that's what's happening. It's not... This no. is a guy who just got very cool. They're not saying it's, in this no is a way dumb are they guy. implying that it's cool. This is a weird nerdy Every guy who's woman never he had walks by. All the women on the street are like, like what is wrong with this dude? At him What's going like, with Ew. This dude's weird. This guy's a also, he goes into a shop because it has sale signs on it. Like, like a cool dude walks into somewhere expensive and just buys stuff. He goes into a place because he can afford it. Yeah. Like That's every, not a the cool way dude. everyone talks about it, they talk about it like it's meant. They play it like it's supposed to be right. It's not played like it's it's successful. It's the the whole point is that he's being stupid. It's played like it doesn't. It's not cool. And then I put in a for reference slide where we played the video of the street scene. Yes, because of course. And then I also put in one last thing. Parentheses improvise a personal story about Spider Man (laughs) Three. Because if we're gonna play the game, gotta play the game. I came to win. Yeah, I came to make you have a. A wild time. We're going to talk. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. I feel so strongly that most of this movie is very good. I, I agree. Because I'm here with you. The movie feels designed to do what the comics did. In the comics, he gets the black suit, and it does exactly what the movie does. It makes yeah. him aggressive, yes. but it makes him s- more powerful. And so he keeps it on, even though it's like messing with his head. It's making him a little edgy. And then after... A while, because it's like this—the whole Secret Wars storyline. He gets it, and it turns out it's a symbiote, and so he keeps it on for like a whole significant storyline in the comics, Mm -hmm. and then eventually takes it off, and then it takes some time before Venom materializes out of that. Gotcha. And even after that, like he ends up making himself a black suit that's sort of a replica of that because it became sort of a staple. It was like the new guy. It looked cool. But it feels like this movie was going to do that because everything until the symbiote lands on Eddie Brock mm-hmm. feels no, it's all right good. in this movie. Like, had he done all of that and then just locked away the suit? Right. Say, let that be the teaser for four or if he or had five like, or taken it off and it landed in the sewer. Like, just crawled away. Like, we it don't just know where crawled it went. off. Yeah. Exactly. It didn't need to land directly it's on just, Eddie Brock. Oh, it's out there somewhere now. It's gone somewhere. Maybe it can get its and own movie. Gonna Maybe it's going to be in the next one. Exactly. Set some stuff because, up. So, here's, here's my pitch, is that instead of 
symbiote falls onto Eddie Brock. He becomes Venom, and then Venom teams up with Sandman, which doesn't make any sense because that's not how Venom operates. No, Venom no, is no, like no, no, no. Like I never read primal. the comics, and I know that. Like that's not that's never been. The whole point is that Venom is just objectively stronger than Peter and has all of his powers. Yes, and he's better at all of it, and he doesn't activate the Spidey sense because he's also got the same thing. Because the symbiote yeah. only Venom only gets his powers because the symbiote it got attached to, Peter to him. First. Yeah, so it learned all of the Spider-Man powers, and then it attached to somebody else. And okay, I have a question powers. then. Sorry, to yes, 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 uh, yes, 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 how yes, does yes, the yes, Venom yes. movie work? Then the uh, new one. He doesn't do the Spider-Man it, stuff Peter, really, because that's like separate from all the right. MCU there is stuff, no Spider-Man. In yeah, it. he he kind of because like, I never saw it, so he doesn't do like any web swinging. Really, it's like he's just kind it's of a big like old monster. I got big arms now, kind of thing. He's kind of like it's a Resident Evil. It's monster much more Sandman, yeah, or Resident okay. Evil than it is like. Classic Venom, gotcha. but what what the big I guys think in Resident Evil what I think Seven should have happened in this movie is instead of Venom being the one who like goes and like teams up with Sandman, instead of that, the finale of this movie should be that Harry, having come out of his amnesia, realizes that Flint Marco is out there on the streets, and Harry has already lost twice now, right in hand to hand. With Spider-Man. He can't handle him. No. So instead, he goes to Flint Marco and he says, I have the hey, money and the resources and the technology. I can make you more powerful. So he powers up the Sandman. He says, like, here's where we will meet. Here's where we'll, where we'll operate. Let's work I know from where his here. girlfriend is. I know how to get him here. I have all here. of the information on him. And he gives that to Flint Marco. Yeah. But then that's when Bernard is like, listen, this has gone too far. Because Bernard could have told him this at any point. Right. But he says, this has gone too far. This is what really happened to your father. Let's talk about that. And then Harry has a change of heart, but it's too late. Right. Because he's already, already in it. He's already given Sandman this extra power. He's already given him this information that he needs. And so then he has to go and sacrifice himself to get into the way of the thing that he put into motion in the first place. Which very much seems like that's what it was written to be. It's a probably. more powerful moment. It's about he's already taken off the black suit and it has crawled off into the sewer and it's gone. It's a more powerful moment for Harry who instead of showing up and like helping out and then dying, it's showing up and then having to step in the way of the thing that he's already done just like dr octopus where it's like oh i'm right. the one who did this and now i'm the only one who can stop it like that's what the movie needs and then the symbiote just crawls away, crawls away. and then in the fourth movie maybe we reintroduce maybe that idea yeah. there's a really dope idea for a fourth movie though because sam raimi was gonna do a fourth movie he was. And I'm going to come back to it in a later segment. I wish he had. I really do. Well, now he's going to do Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, he which is, is going to be very excited incredible. About that. I'm so excited. That's such a perfect maybe we'll maybe we'll get a peek into this Spider-Man universe cuz he's going to the multiverse. All the Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I just I I think this movie was probably going to be so good and then they said we need to make Venom. And it didn't work yeah. out. Yeah, Venom. And Venom is gonna look good on our posters, and it's right. gonna make people excited when they and see it in trailers. Let's be real. That it poster, th no, looks dope so dope, so cool. The like on on I the skyscraper, and one of trailers. them is red and blue, and the reflection is, is all black. black. 
I remember so cool. that poster. I, and I, I was poster never like, I wasn't like a Spider-Man person. Yeah. Like, I liked these movies it's when so I was a kid. Cool. Spider-Man was never my thing. I was honestly more into Justice League when I was a kid. Wow. But I still remember those trailers and those posters. Like, Venom, in theory, yeah. looked crazy cool. It looked so And like cool. we've said, for the most part, when it's the symbiote, really cool. Yep. It's just when as Green as takes his little face off and he's Grace's got his face. little shark boy teeth he and he's trying to talk. Teeth. And he's like, you took my girlfriend, so I'm going to take yours. <laughs> That's when it gets weird. Yeah, okay, speaking of like. You took my not girlfriend. Yeah, speaking of things that this movie knew that men were going to be weird about <sighs> way ahead of its time. The fact that he's telling her dad that he intends to marry her and then later we find out they got coffee one time. Yeah. And she was like fine with it. Gwen Stacy <laughs> also very much feels like an afterthought in this movie. Yes, Gwen Stacy. It feels, feels like she was extremes. also not supposed to be in this movie originally. Right, because the the charm of the Gwen Stacy story is that that is like a true love for Peter. Yeah. That it's like that's a significant love for him. And, it and here is, it's just like, it's oh, she's someone I can get back in. Right. For with. all of the flaws in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies, like it totally understood what that Gwen Stacy thing was supposed to be. Such a good Gwen Stacy. You put Stacey. the two of them together, and then Gwen Stacy is the first real loss that he has to suffer. Absolutely. I mean, obviously there's the Uncle Ben thing, but that's like figuring out how to use your powers and not th- like that's about responsibility. Gwen Stacy, right. the loss of Gwen Stacy was this massive comic event because People didn't die in comics. Yeah. It's like, it like was stuff such a happened. rare thing. And this now it's like, this is a character where we're going to deal with consequences. that was back in, like, what, the 60s That was or a something? long time ago. I don't know It was when. very early on. But that death it of It looks Gwen kind Stacey, of like it was drawn in crayon. So yeah, <laughs> that means it yeah. was pretty old. <laughs> but that, like, that comic cover where he's holding yes, dead Gwen Stacy. body. And, yeah. like, yelling the, the death of Gwen Stacy. Like... That was a huge deal. It's and it's insane. supposed to be a big deal for the character that Gwen Stacy, like, is the first time that this hero experiences, like, straight up defeat. And just and part kind of, of it his is that own he has to blame himself yeah. for it. Because Which, the like, whole thing same is with the Uncle Ben thing, but with Gwen, it's like, he literally was, he almost kind of, yeah. he didn't do it, but he almost well, did. Well, and in the comics, that's one of the things that, he deals with is did she die because his web because his web snapped, snapped her, her neck. yeah like that's the whole because question god that that scene not to talk about a different spider-man movie <laughs> but we're gonna talk about all the spider that movie the gwen stacy arc is the saving grace of that movie yeah and no doubt i think they did her death scene well it's like so very good. well the clock tower thing it, is that so like good. broke my heart when i saw it especially because andrew garfield and emma stone were like they were perfect actually together. dating at the time right. like you could the chemistry was so good already so seeing her go was so it hurt so bad <laughs> but i think they just handled it really well yeah that was like one really of that was moment. one of the big good things that that series did was yeah. that arc that's the best like spider-man love interest we've gotten oh absolutely because we've only seen a tiny bit of 
Tom Holland. And yeah, Zendaya. it's basically just been like, oh, I kind of like this girl. And then didn't he, at the end of Far From Home, they like, ask her out? They and kiss like, at the end of Far From Home, and it's very nice. And it's very nice, but, like, that's all. But they're also, like, <laughs> Because children. they're chi- they're children, yeah. so, you know. <laughs> So they're that's not, not. They're not exactly having a love for the ages yet. It's no, okay. They're they, children. They need to grow up into that, you yeah. know. And I think they have the potential because they're both very talented actors. Yes, and I, I love them. A ton of fun. But like, I always loved the Peter and MJ in these movies. But also, like, Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst are both people that have been like pretty understandably called out for being awkward in general. Oh yeah. Cuz they just kind of are. They Which both like have funky mannerisms. in this like it's, it's a, there's a charm this. to it. Yeah. But it's not like there's not like chemistry. Right. In the first it's one It's just like, oh, here's some people that are dating. In it's kind of sad one, when they break up. Chemistry. Oh yes. That kiss, are you kidding me? The kiss in the rain? You kidding me? In the middle of just a horrifying scene. <laughs> It's crazy. That's that's like the Sam Raimi thing. Like when mm-hmm. we watched The Evil Dead and you were like, the tree's going to do what to this person? Yeah. That's what that scene is. Is It's like four men have her cornered in an alley and Spider-Man shows up while they're taking off her, sh- her clothes. Yeah. Like it's crazy. There is no subtext there. It's just no, this it's is what's like about this is what's happening. And then they're like, oh, my they're, but like he's upside kissing. down, Cute. he's getting waterboarded he's while getting they kiss. Gently waterboarded. That man would while have drowned. Yeah, he would have died a There's little. There's water going into his nose. He's upside down. You could have done the exact same kiss and just it not been raining. It wouldn't have looked as cool. I get no. it, but it's it's way cooler that it's raining. It's very cool that it's <laughs> raining. It looks really good. I get it. I do. Oh goodness. Should we talk about any more extremes, or should we go to question number two? Sounds like question number two. Yeah, let's me. go question number two. Question I have something else, but I'll save it for, I'm going to save it for later. Perfect. Question number two is what are your questions? Yeah. What in this movie puzzles or confounds? What is it that makes you go, huh, I wonder? I have one really big one. <laughs> okay. And it's, well, it may not seem really big, but for me, it just hung over the entire movie. The whole movie, okay. At least most of it. <laughs> and yet again, because I feel like when we did the first episode, most of my questions were... Why doesn't Mary Jane understand this? (laughs) And yet again, my big question is, why does Mary Jane not understand this? Because near the beginning, she implies that she's very confused as to why (laughs) Peter Parker and Harry Osborn are not very close anymore. Even if you don't know that all of that nonsense went on. She does realize that <laughs> Peter Parker is now dating the woman that he was engaged to. He wasn't engaged, but he was in love. It was J. Jonah Jameson Jr. Oh, shit. That he he was she was marrying to. someone else. <gasps> yep, but, he wow. was, but it's common Just knowledge that Harry thought. was in love. But, like, Harry was in love with her. Like, it, very blatantly, they were both in love with her, and now one of them is dating her, and that's a little weird. Just two friends both in love with it's the same girl. It's not as extreme as I thought it was, but, like, it's still weird. Right. And that was not a secret to her. No. They both. No. No. No, no, no. And like, how do you not? And, like. She has to have put the pieces together that Norman was the Green Goblin. How would you because not? she? You think he would have told in the her that? Position of knowing not only that he is Spider-Man, but that Norman and the Green Goblin 
both disappeared at the same time. Yeah. And she's probably one of the few people that would like be in that situation to understand what's going on. Right. And, and also, she knows, like... Who else is Peter going to talk to? This is my boyfriend. He's Spider-Man. Yeah. I know that I'm in this world now. Maybe. She probably knows some stuff. You would assume he would... You would think he'd tell these stories. Talk about his day at work occasionally. Right. And she's like, you guys don't seem to hang out much right now. And it's like, well, yeah. I, I fucking wonder dad. why. I, his dad Let me list all of the reasons why. Punched each other through New York City. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're hanging out. He kind of wants me to die for several reasons. He sliced me open on Thanksgiving. Yes, he did. What do you want from me? What do you want me to do? (laughs) I can't exactly fix it. That scene where they fight like black suit Spider Man and unamnesia Goblin. Where they fight in the house. Yes. And they're just dressed as themselves. So it's like James Franco. Very cool. But he has arm knives and bangs Tobey Maguire. Bangs Tobey Maguire, Throwing out just like weird insults. Little Goblin gonna cry. Goblin Jr. gonna cry. It's so fun. (laughs) I love it so much. It's such a great But yeah, it's just like, girl, how do you not... Enough to like verbally question it. What? Right. What? That's also one of those. I would understand. Uh, hey, maybe you should talk to him. Right. That would have made more sense than, hey, why don't you guys talk anymore? Are you guys good? What do you mean? Why don't we talk anymore? I don't know if you've noticed, but he hates me. He hates me a lot, and kind of for a good reason. Tried. He's got a couple points. (laughs) Like my dad sucked, but like I did kill him. He spent three years trying. I did basically kill him. Not exactly, but, like, I kind of killed him. That's one of those situations where, like, the whole movie could be solved if two adults would just talk to each other also. Because, like, she's there on the bridge. And he's, and and Harry's like, if you want him to live, you won't tell him anything. You'll just do what I say. Right. But she knows he's Spider-Man. Right. Like, she could just go, hey, um... Harry remembers everything and he's threatening me. So and just like, wa- and let's leave here together. Like right after that, <laughs> they cut to Harry like nearby. He's right there. He's right there, but he's far enough away. He's not going to hear what they're saying. Right. She and fully right could have just been like, can, she knew she where he was. She fully could have been like pretending to cry. Like, Hey, Harry is here. He told me to break up with you or he's going to murder you. Not only could she say so he's go, here. Can you just like pretend to cry and I'll storm off? But she, like now you know what's going on. She could say, hey, Harry is literally right there. Look over there <laughs> on the shore there. of this can lake. Can you please help me? Can you go punch him sometimes? Uh, like a couple of them. Yes. Because this it's one of many movies where like she doesn't have to play this game she no, can just be like there's um, not no one's got a gun to her head Harry's, like uh, he it's not like he's sitting over there with a sniper he's just like sitting over there just like on a bench just like hanging out watching i also i love that like they're ta- he's talking about like we have to break his spirit because it's like exactly what i want to hurt his feelings first i think that's a great like let's do just an insane villain thing where it's like not only do i want to beat him i want to make him really really sad first. i only want to kill him if he's sad <laughs> so it's like yeah let's get her to break up with him but also it's because she's in love with me now instead 
You yeah, cuck. What a- <laughs> <laughs> you cuck. <laughs> gotcha. That's literally what it is. Like, there's this subplot where it's like, I'm stealing your girlfriend. I'm stealing your girl before you I murder you. <laughs> and his response is to go learn to play the piano. <laughs> he plays the piano. <laughs> he plays it really good, though. And dances with his lab partner. He does. And also a chair, mostly. And a chair. <laughs> I it's love that this scene. Is, this I is my love question. It. I, don't, I love it. I'm in love and I don't care who knows it. <laughs> I love that scene. I this think it's is, so funny. I have two two ones. One of them is about that scene, so let's jump let's there. Let's go. How did nobody in that bar think, huh, is that Spider-Man? Yeah. <laughs> because he's doing some nonsense He's swinging things. on the chandelier and sliding around on he's chairs. He's doing some very Spider-Man looking flips stuff. And ju- he jumps like like a standing box jump onto an yes! upright piano. Nobody's like, hmm, how'd that nerd do that? Hey, wait a minute. That was a piano They boy. just assume he hits the gym, like on <laughs> the down low. He does not skip leg he's got some. He's got some Chidi Anagonye shit going on under yeah. there. Like, he's just never stopped doing push-ups. It's just, <laughs> it's every once in a while, it's like, um, no, I don't think so. I don't think you could just do that and nobody would bother. <laughs> also, his know. shirt comes unbuttoned and you can see the spider and suit. The the and spider he, like, makes suit. a point to be like, oh, like, no. Oh, no. I hope nobody can oh, see. Oh, I hope no one looked at my cleavage. <laughs> not that was where my spider not webs my privacy. were. Oh no! My eyes are up here. My boys. eyes are up here, and my suit is down there. And sometimes <laughs> my suit is also over my eyes. <laughs> but wouldn't you like to see that? <laughs> <laughs> this movie doesn't get the um, the thing that the other two have, which is a moment where. Um, his costume is so destroyed that he just has to take the mask <laughs> off, which is my favorite thing that happens in these. I think it's so Because the first one, like, it gets so that ripped rips through up so that easy. the whole half of his face is just, like, exposed. And then in the second one, it catches fire for a little bit, and two teenagers have to bring it back to him. Yes. And in this one, Venom just takes it off of him yeah. at one point. But and you for, like, half of that fight, it's, like, one eye one of is his cut eyes out, is busted. and, like, half of his lip is yeah. hanging out. Because he gets So smushed. it's, like, half of his face is out anyway. He gets just, like, hit by a truck over yeah. and over and over again. Sandman just, like, God, <laughs> that's brutal. Yeah, that they talk about it on the news in that, like, uh, scene, but, man, that sucks. Talk about, okay, talk about an excuse to be brutal. You know how in... Speaking of Sam Raimi, uh-huh. in like Evil Dead, uh-huh. to do like cra- those movies were rated R, so yeah. it didn't matter as much there. But like PG thirteen movies where they want to do like really crazy gory right. stuff, they just change the color of the blood. They yep. make it like a monster and alien exactly. with different blood. In this movie, instead, it's but we do it to Sandman, so it's just sand. So we can do whatever. So we, we want. can grab his head and shove it against a moving train. <laughs> we can so sand it's like him down. sanding his head away, and it's, it's fine because so it's cool. just sand. There's so much stuff it's that they so can do to Sandman in this cool. movie because he can also like get back up from it. They can just like grind his head down right. to nothing, and then he just like reforms uh, it. Because and gets going again. when you think about it, Sandman is like the perfect villain to have in like a family friendly Mm -hmm. superhero movie because of that because you can do like crazy whatever you want intense stuff chop off without having to like have any of the like 
Because yeah. it's just sand. He, guys, he's fine. It's, he's the, it's also what makes him a perfect legacy Spider-Man villain because you can never You can't get rid kill of him. him, yeah. He's sand. Like, what are you going to do? And how are you going to contain him? You have to have, like, a hermetically sealed room okay. to ever contain that him. That leads me to another question that I forgot I had until right this moment. Yeah. Uh, that same fight where he shoves his head against a train uh-huh. and they're in so like good. that like the train they're falling on so top good. of train tracks the and like, like subway tower yeah so good. and he washes him away through that grate right with the water which like cool that works he then like immediately just assumes yeah he's, he's dead. like I did it I killed him he's like that's it I killed him <laughs> the dude who's made of sand who's made it really clear he can just put himself back together yeah. Like I got him wet, so it feels like he was. Don't take that out of context. (laughs) 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 Sorry. (laughs) Cool, easy pull quote for the end of the episode. Nailed it. Great. Um, it feels like he thinks he's doing the the Spider-Man thing, where it's like I found a science way to get rid of my enemy and not just punching, punching, punching. Where it's like I used sound waves to stop the symbiote or whatever, like because he falls in the puddle and he can't make his hand reform. And I think it's like, oh, if he gets wet, he can't reform himself, so he'll just die. Right. And so he thinks, maybe I'll just get him, like, totally wet, and then he just melts forever. And it turns out, no, he can just wash no, up on a beach. he's just going to be, no. Like, maybe if he washed into the ocean, it would have been the end. Or at least for a little while longer, maybe. I remember, I so I used to have this, like, encyclopedia of Spider-Man characters. Fun. Which I, I say used to. I still have it. I just haven't, like, been actively reading it lately. But I remember one of the things about Sandman is that he can, like, communicate between individual grains of sand miles and miles apart. Cool. Because if they're, like, of his So, like, if he form, leaves, like, a trail behind him. That's, that yeah, was yeah, exactly yeah. what he could, like, leave something somewhere and, like, use that to... That's cool. Yeah. Like, one little grain off his pinky toe. So he could move his consciousness in that direction instead. That's and also cool. that he could theoretically absorb an infinite amount of sand into himself. Yeah. So, like, if he just got to the beach, he could be the whole beach. When does it stop counting as sand, though? When it's bigger than sand. But how big is sand? Sand is smaller than pebbles. Okay, but how small is, can it get before it's not a pebble? I don't... Listen, I'm not a geologist. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the difference between like sand can and pebbles he, is. Can, could he get some... It's The difference is if you walked on it, you would go, oh, this is a pebble beach, and not this is the beach. Okay. All right. I'll That's where that. the difference okay. is. Fair enough. Fair enough. You just know. It's one of those that you, you just, just know. You just know. <laughs> I mean, he would just know. He would. He had cinder blocks and stuff in him at the end of this movie. But True. I think they kind of threw that out the window. They were I just think it's like, just because he picked up a whole construction site and they were like, yeah, some stuff like, got yeah, stuck in there. Sure. <laughs> some stuff's in there, too. Sometimes it happens. I got another question. Hit me. And it's, it's this. Where in the world did Mary Jane Watson find her agent and how can we get her a new one right now? You got to get a new one, girl. What's going on that there? That is unacceptable. One what? One show. One show. And they're like, huh, I don't know. She was a little too quiet. And they, they fired like, her immediately. Your agent got you a terrible, a terrible awful contract. contract. It's a bad contract. Which, you if can't. you're playing a lead in a Broadway show, who's y- giving you a contract like that? She's on the marquee. 
It's like a big deal. Like, yeah, but if we, if a, a couple critics don't like you, we reserve the right to fire if you the immediately. You're too quiet. With no notice. She. All they say is that she's quiet. They do one show and they're like, I don't know. She's kind of quiet on opening night. You're fired. fired. Bad. Get out, out. out of here. We don't want you anymore. Nope. What? Out the door. What is that? Can't even finish the matinee. Get not out. Not real. No. That makes no sense at it all. Better not be. <laughs> <laughs> didn't do anything. That's so crazy. She because sounded also, like, fine. She doesn't sound any worse than the other girl that they bring in to no. replace her. She sounds exactly like Nicole Kidman in Moulin Rouge. She, she and does. And that's pretty fine. That's pretty acceptable good. Acceptable in the world of good. movies. Acceptable good. <laughs> I have heard worse things on the Broadway stage. Mm. So. Yeah, that's true. Have you seen that video of that one? Oh, I can't remember his name. He's some internet celebrity. He was in Mean Girls for a short stint. Who was? I don't remember his name. It was like a stunt cast thing. Right. Like he was some, um, it was nobody I really knew. James Charles. <laughs> yeah, it was James <laughs> Charles was in Mean Girls the musical. It was <laughs> Mean Girls um, starring Jeffree Star. Oh, God. I don't Ugh. even remember. Yeah. It was someone uh. I don't even Can know. Can you imagine Mean Girls starring, like, Markiplier? <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's How to Succeed in Business starring Rhett and Link. Is that who it is? Cameron <laughs> Dallas. Does that mean anything to you? Nope. Not a thing. Is that who it is? <laughs> Yes, he's an American internet personality. I have no idea who that is. He looks like this. Sorry, everyone at yeah, home. Yeah, it seems like a guy. I don't know. It's I don't know. He it says he was on Vine wow, and YouTube. A Vine star. I don't know. I don't know who this Vine person is. stars there's, in I musicals. I should send you a video at some point because there's a video of him because he played like the love interest, the guy Whoa, in Mean Girls weird. for a short stint as a stunt cast. Because it's a young people's show, so right. they were like, let's get this YouTuber in here. And <laughs> it's YouTubers so Broadway. bad. I can't wait for, like... Like, it's they did a side-by-side -side <laughs> of, like, him and wh whoever the guy was that originated the role. An actual, like, singer yeah. who originated right. the role. Like, the the Cameron, this guy, just fully wasn't singing for half the song. Yeah, he was just standing he's there while um, the girl, who's Regina, whatever right. her name is. Doing her job. She's very good. I like her. I don't like the show, but I like her. Um, <laughs> is just singing at him. And you can see in her eyes, she's like, why is he not singing? <laughs> I, d he's supposed to also be singing. And it, it's absolute nonsense. I can't wait for, like, Wicked starring... Grace Helbig, Jenna Marbles, no, and Cody Ko. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, Oh, my God. Have you been seeing... Pe PewDiePie have in you The Music been, Man. <laughs> we're on this now. Have you been seeing... Please. Because Wicked, the movie, has been, like, mm -hmm. rumored for... For, like, forever. Yeah. Like, I'm convinced it may never happen. And I'm okay That's if it doesn't happen. Good. I don't need it to happen. It I'm happen. fine with it not happening. But... Supposedly, it's like moving forward now. Right. Supposedly. And for like a solid two weeks, everyone was like, oh my God, guys. Like, genuinely, they meant it. They were like, I've got the perfect, <laughs> perfect cast of Wicked, guys. 
Guess who it was? Nobody good. It was Anna Kendrick uh, and Amanda Seyfried. As Elphaba and Glinda. Oh, wait, hold on. As Elphaba and Glinda. No, I said, bad. That is the nastiest sentence That's I've ever bad, heard in my but life. Also, like, just from a logistical As perspective. As actors and people, I like both of those people. I don't want to hear of either them, of them sing ever again. And neither one of them is an Elphaba anyway. No! They're both they were saying Anna Belinda's. Kendrick was Elphaba. That's incorrect. I assume because her hair is brown is and no yeah, other reason. She's got brown hair. And Amaris, Amanda Seyfried as Glinda because her hair is blonde and no blonde. other reason. And she did Mamma Mia and Les Mis. And that's it. I think. I hate it. made me so. It made a lot of people upset. Everyone immediately. A lot of people were like, absolutely not. But then there were some people who were like, oh, my God, I would like live for that. And I was like, no. Rhett and Link from Good Mythical Morning should play Glinda and Elphaba. <laughs> that's that's what I want. If you, hey, no. if you guys hear this, they just some uh, get on board <laughs> with that. They somehow find a, a way to make show. James Corden everyone. James Corden Wicked would be everyone. As both Elphaba and Glinda. <laughs> they would let James Corden. If they, They'd let him. If, if he they do implied make the movie, that he wanted to. They'll be like, hey, we need a Fiero. Can it be James I think Corden? it should be James Corden. <laughs> he could be like the wizard. Or that, like the the goat the goat do. teacher man the goat teacher the goat man. teacher man he's got like a couple songs <laughs> he in there does. <laughs> I like Wicked I don't hate it I'm trying to think of more YouTubers that I think should be in, <laughs> in Broadway musicals it's Noel Miller and Cody Co as Glinda and Alphaba <laughs> somehow I I just know that like Matt Pat from Game <laughs> Theory <Pat>. actually would <laughs> love it oh he would. I think he would probably oh, he like. Oh, he for sure would. He would love to be in Oklahoma. Markiplier as <laughs> Glinda Jacksepticeye. We as we're, just, we're only casting YouTubers <laughs> into gamers. Wicked. Be YouTube gamers. <laughs> YouTube in gamers. Wicked. I can't wait for. <laughs> I can't wait for Craig Gameplays to play uh, the scare uh, no. Fiero. Glinda and Elphaba are obviously just the game grumps. Game grumps. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> this is a wildly inaccessible conversation. If I you love weren't, it. Like into YouTube in the early 2010s. <laughs> I think it's perfect. I've been on gamery YouTube since like. You think it's been long enough since forever. PewDiePie said something racist <laughs> that we could put him in something? Oh, God, I don't even know. <laughs> Who knows with that guy? I don't even know. I'm not up on his day to day, so I can't. I'm not tell either. <laughs> Oh goodness! Uh, what a good time. Anyway, <laughs> please don't cast Amanda Seyfried. And please stop. Anna Kendrick. Stop putting YouTubers in stuff. Stop doing it. They don't it's need to. It's not what they're for. The Did only one. See the only one I was okay with was, uh, uh, Colleen Ballinger. Ballinger when she was in Waitress. I, I was cool with her. that one because she can actually sing. She can sing. She's actually very good. She made sense. Right. Every other one I've ever heard of. Ugh. Did you see there was that uh, that competition show for amateur directors that was like we're giving everybody the same script? Yes, I know exactly what you're. Yes, whoever yep. directs it, uh -huh. our, our favorite gets this like big grant. I didn't to make watch a movie the show. Like. I saw the movie. Yeah, his so Shane Shane Dawson's, Dawson's movie. Who is it's Shane God Dawson, awful. who is clearly going to be. Our next Jack Kelly in Newsies. Genuinely, I think it might. I, and I'm not just saying <laughs> this because I 
truly dislike him, I think it's my least favorite movie I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. And I mean, I mean that with my whole chest. Yeah. So it's he, not, it's very bad. He won this show. So he got like money to make his own movie. Yes. And one of his mentors was Zachary Quinto, who Which proves every day. I never knew until recently. Proves every single day to me that he's an even better person. I love Zachary Quinto. He talked about like so he was much. offended that the show gave him the money and this was the thing he decided to make yeah. with it. So much so because every all the mentors got their names on the movies. He took his name off. Zachary Quinto said, "I want my name off of that movie." Taken off of the movie. Which, yeah, that's a wild move. Did you ever see it? No. Because for a while, I think it was on Netflix. Why would I see the Shane Dawson movie? I think that was the only reason I saw it was it was on Netflix, and I was like, interesting. I'm not gonna waste my time on the Shane Dawson movie. It's. You should never. I would almost imply that I'd pick it someday on this, but I don't think I <laughs> ever want to watch it again, nor draw it. attention to it, nor subject anyone else to it. There's not so a single YouTuber movie that is worth your time. No, 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 no. And there are some YouTubers that I love that have made movies. <laughs> and it's not. It's just not what they're for. No. They shouldn't be doing it. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not just, correct. It ain't right. Can I hit you with? I can't wait for Watch Mojo's top ten. <laughs> top ten. <laughs> top Stupidest ten. YouTube movie. No, I want Watch Mojo's top ten songs from this musical, and then they just do them in the order of their favorite songs. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a whole musical. It's it's Watch Mojo's top ten songs from Rent, and they just <laughs> reorder it so Seasons of Love is the finale, finale, and they don't do anything else after that. Yes. <laughs> I have another question for you. Okay. I was going to bring this up in extremes, okay. but I forgot, so I'm going to frame it so as a question. It's a question. Sure. Why am I stupid? Um, okay. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Additional details? This is... <laughs> if I was just like, no, moving on. Um, That's it. No. So there's a man who shows up in this movie, yes. who shows up in a lot of Marvel movies. All, All of the them. Place. Yeah. All of them. Each and every one of them. Stan Lee. Yeah. I have, I just have a little anecdote that has to do with Stan Lee. <laughs> okay. Bless him. <laughs> that I think is so funny to me and deeply embarrassing. So. Well, then it's the perfect kind I of anecdote I used to go to Kansas City's, like, local Comic Con, like, every year uh-huh. back in high school with me and one of my friends, uh, Vivian. Who's the one that's getting married this summer? Oh. I used to go every year with her. We would dress up. We'd have a good time. Nice. It was a great time. I always. What'd loved you dress it. up as? Uh, one year it was Maleficent, um, because I was doing it for a school play. I was dressing up nice. as Maleficent anyway, so I just took my costume and used it for that. And if you uh, want to see that, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Yeah, at yeah, yeah. WWW I will podcast. for sure put some of that on there. Uh, <laughs> and then the other one was. Uh, I think we only went, like, two years, but it was two years in a row. Like, it was kind of a thing. I dressed up as Thor, like, lightly. Like, it was, like, casual. Like, bit. like I wore, like, my clothes, but, like, I can Thor. pretend I'm Thor. But also, I have a hammer. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so, one of those years, I can't remember which one, I was walking around with my friends, and we come around a corner, and we see a big crowd. We're like, oh, what's going on over there? Oh, what's going on? Everybody's huddling around over There's here, wanting pictures happening. with something. 
I want pictures with something. Let's I go. That's like half of what this is. Let's go. That's why we're here is to get pictures. <laughs> so we went over. There was an old man. Oh, no. Standing in the middle of a bunch of, there were a bunch of dudes in like actual, like really cool Iron Man suits. Really dope And stuff. like really yeah. cool stuff. But there was an old man. Oh. Dressed up as Stan Lee. Standing in the middle oh, of Oh, funny. At the time, I didn't super know what Stanley <laughs> looked like. So, and I, like, to be fair, how many people are going to cosplay as Stan as just Lee? just Stan Lee. You're going to look back at this picture and realize you took a picture with actual Stan Lee. <laughs> no, it was quite the opposite, actually. Because at the time, I fully thought. Right. I thought I was getting a picture with, I was like, with oh, my God. Himself. The actual Stan Lee is here. <laughs> He's walking around this random planet Comic-Con in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, why wouldn't he be? <laughs> so I went out, I got in line. Me and my friend, we went up, we got our picture. And I remember looking this old man in the eyes and being like, thank you so much. Your work means oh, no. so, so much no, to me. No, 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 no. And I remember at the time thinking he was a little awkward because he was just like, oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> and Let's then not for ruin this for this years, child. For years, I was like, man, it was like a fun thing I'd bring <laughs> up at parties. I'd be like, yeah, I have a picture. With, I met Stan Lee one time. I, I met Stan Lee. I talked to Stan Lee one time. I never realized. It did not happen. <laughs> until... <laughs> He passed away. Oh, that was very recent. I went and found the picture. No, because you were going to be like, I was going to post. No, I think I went as far as I posted it and was like, <laughs> look at this time I met Stan Lee. Rest in peace. And then I'm pretty, oh, I can't remember who it was. Someone like DM'd me or something and was like, that's not. Uh, I hate to tell you this. <laughs> I don't want to ruin this for you. But that is and not. And then the Stan second Lee. I like actually started looking at it, I was like, <laughs> "Oh my guy? god, that's just some that's old just guy." guy. <laughs> and I deleted the tweet immediately. Oh, no. I felt so embarrassed, that's and now so I just funny. think it's funny. And <laughs> that's my funny, uh, not Stan Lee story. These things happen to the you best. You know, it, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I do my best. Oh, goodness. I was 16 years old. I didn't know. Well, Stanley was not at Comic Con that year in Kansas City, but he, he was in this movie. He for sure was not. Um, along with a lot of other people. So let's yeah. uh, head to question number three, because question number three is why are you here? Why are you it's here? It's where we look at who's in the movie and we go, what? Wah. Why? Huh? Hum? Pardon? Um, here's the thing. Yeah. So much of the cast of this movie is the same. Is the same. Yeah. Because we've already talked about Spider-Man 2. So yeah. I want to go like, I just want to run through the hit list of like people we've yes, already discussed. Yes, and then get to the people that are new. In this movie. And yeah. Yeah, and then tuck into a couple of bonuses. Because we've got some like smaller characters, uh, be they inspired or otherwise, mm -hmm. like, J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, incredible. Just absolute perfection. If there's if there's one perfect casting in all of comic book movies, it's J.K. It's Simmons. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Incredible. And it looks like they've nailed it like 
again in the new Spider-Man movies with him coming back, but yeah. doing the like yes. Alex Jones podcast thing. I'm so excited. Where it's like, oh, he's like a Ben Shapiro I'm so analog excited. now. I'm so glad they kept great. him. Like, w- they'd be stupid not to. You have to. He's the best version of it. You're not going to get a better version of it. No. So that's great. And then you have like our leading trio in this movie. You got uh, Tobey Maguire. I have a question. Yes. Do you have a certain Peter Parker that's your favorite of the three? I will always have a special place in my heart for Tobey Maguire. I I do love him. I think Tom Holland is the best. Yeah. Because I think after watching this, I think Tobey Maguire is my favorite. I love him. I think Tobey Maguire is genuinely my favorite. Hear me out. Because I think I love Tom Holland. I mm-hmm. think he's incredible. I just don't think they give him a ton of character stuff to do. At least yeah. yet they haven't. He hasn't really had much of an arc. Tobey Maguire does more acting. Yes. Than, like, because does Tom Holland's the, the thing is kind of just like, I'm just already kind of a nice, sweet kid. I'm a nice like, kid. Here's I totally being a nice kid. Here's my thing with the new ones. I totally get why they want to skip over the whole Uncle Ben, like that yeah, part. That's like, a good I call. get it. Like, we've seen it 20 million times. Like, right. I get wanting to do something different. But then, like, it feels like there's something missing. Yeah. Like, there's no edge to it yet. I don't know. Yeah. And I just feel like they haven't done much other than, like, oh, he's just a nice, sweet kid. Yeah. Tommy McGuire is a good actor. He is like, a very does, good actor. He does yes, good work Tommy McGuire is great. Um, speaking of people who I think are very underrated actors, James Franco as oh, Harry he's Osborne. He's so good he's, like, in really these movies. Good. He's, he's really so good. good. He hasn't and been in anything super recently, has he? No, he's. I mean, he. There did was a, lot a stint of, like, in like the mid two thousand tens where he like ruled the world, and yeah. then like I haven't seen him. He in was years. doing everything from like every stoner comedy, like Pineapple Express, and all then, that like, stuff, and also doing like Oz, one hundred twenty-seven hours, yeah, like, getting Oscar noms at the same time, yeah. He was doing everything, and then he did like I think it was like the dictator was the last straw. Yes, he was in that. That wasn't it just he? didn't function after that. And yeah. honestly, I the dictator was not that bad. I never saw it. It was kind of fun. I kept wanting to watch and it. And he's kind of fun in it because I like the people that are in it. I yeah. like the people who made it. I just never got around to it really. <laughs> it's like a like a lot of movies, I just never got around to. Listen, there's only so much. I so go, ah, I could watch something new, or I could watch uh, the Phantom of the Opera 25th anniversary yet again. <laughs> what am I gonna pick? Um, I also really enjoy Kirsten Dunst in these movies. Yeah, I think she does a really good she's, job. She's fun. I mean, she's I know it's easy to complain about her Mary Jane being like, ah, oh, she's just there to be saved, but like the. It was the times, man. Yeah, it was I the mean, yeah, we're, we were early two thousand, and that was like that's also the functionality of like these girlfriend also, characters in, the case, in comics. I will <laughs> defend it with Mary Jane a little bit, yeah, specifically Mary Jane, because they give her no reason, like she has no life experience where she should really right. have any ability to really do anything. And and that's the Not point. Not any n- knock against her. Right. Like, she's just a young that's girl. She's just a person. Who's just a young girl who is she's an actress and who's just hanging out. And ha- she's not, like, a super genius. She's not, like, secretly taking Taekwondo. <laughs> like, right. she's 
just a person. And that's the thing about Spider-Man as a character is he needs helpless people to save because right. that's why the secret identity is significant is because he has helpless people in his life that if his secret identity ever they gets would, out that they yeah. would be in danger. He's and not, so he it's needs, not an Avengers type situation right. where like all my friends are also crazy powerful so right. it's fine. He needs people to save because that is what Spider-Man yes, is. That's correct. why... Spider-Man is designed to never live like a comfortable life, like the beginning of this movie is, where it, he's talking about how easy things are right now. That's why you can't have that, and that's why that's the stasis that has to be interrupted yeah. by a movie's events. Because in these, it doesn't necessarily feel like it's like a knock against her like intelligence or capability or anything. It's just like, it's no, just like, she's, oh no like she's just a person. a person. And these are people with and that's crazy a giant sand nonsense superpowers. he's got an alien suit that like made him super strong and a few inches taller. Right. Like that's th- a, a person isn't going to like fight their way out of that. No. No. <laughs> it's okay. She needs help. That's okay. <laughs> right. Um, also reappearing um just an absolute gift to this world. Rosemary Harris is Aunt May. I love her. Just just a beautiful her. like thing. It's so funny to me, like the progression of Aunt May's as the series the go age on. Just because it's like we down. have Rosemary Harris, who is just the sweetest old lady, and then Sally Field, who's like a little older yeah, and has yeah. some like ha- but has some like fight to her, you know? Yeah. And then it's like Marissa Tomei who is Young cool aunt. Yeah, cool like wine mom cool aunt. aunt. Who she's, flirts with Robert Downey Jr. She's like a wine mom. That's yes. exactly what yes. she is. She's, she's like a lake mom house energy. mom for our Midwest audience. And she's like, like might a might have a thing lady. with Iron Man. Like, and now <laughs> she's definitely going to end up with Happy, right? Like she oh, and Happy are going to sure. date. I sure hope so. <laughs> I think that'd be very cute. We'll I find like out it. here at the end of the year. I'm really excited for the next Spider-Man. Yeah. Is that the end of this year or beginning of next year? Or something? I, don't I don't remember. Know. It's soon. I'm so excited. Um, I want to talk about people that weren't in the other ones. Yes. Um, And namely, somebody we have already talked about before um, who deserves all the praise in the world for this movie. That is Thomas Hayden Church. God, I love him. Who just... He's so good. For all of the complaints that there are about this movie... No one's complaining about seeing Not that. a single person... Who's and ever watched not. this movie can complain about the writing or the performance that is Flint Marco. Because it's so solid. It's so Every second well he done. is on screen is so solid. Even when it kind of like wraps up in a sort of hokey way that's like, I had yeah. to do it all for my daughter. But like, I'm still in it. I that whole monologue he's got, I'm just like staring into his baby blue eyes right. and I'm in it. I remember being in like, elementary school yeah. and like tearing up about how much he cared about yes. his daughter. I was like, I'm not It's very endearing. Why is this a thing? It's like written <laughs> it's written not so well not well. That's the wrong word. Not so like <laughs> seriously that it feels out of place right. in this kind of like hokey fun movie. Right. But it's written just like <sighs> genuinely enough. Where right. it it's a movie feels good but it still feels in place. The it still fits. Doesn't the really thing operate that in this movie's doing. The movie pretty much operates in black and white. And when it operates yes. in gray in moments like that, what it's really doing is it's a layer of white underneath a layer of yeah. black. Mm-hmm. Like that's all it is. Yeah, yeah. just go ahead and just yeah, just it's go that ahead time and of night. interrupt the whole flow of things. 
You got it. Don't oh, even. Don't hurt I yourself. Have the mic in one hand and this. Yeah. In the other. Good luck. There it is. Got a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know what the people come for. That's I know what they're here to, to hear. This podcast. That's the truth. Like, oh God, is she gonna be able to get it open this week? I don't know. <laughs> um, there are a couple of other uh, people to mention. Yes, please. Let's mention them. That I don't give quite as high of marks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of those being Bryce Dallas Howard, who for a while I thought was just like guaranteed to poison a franchise, wherein it was like this movie that kind of tanked the Spider-Man franchise or like Jurassic World yeah. that really seemed like it was going to do the I Jurassic Park I really Parks love in. her as an actress, though. Yeah, I she's really good. She's a very good actress. That episode of Black Mirror is oh, one, one of, of my, my favorites. favorite performances. She's it's so, uh, so good. good in it. And I feel like I watched something recently that had her in it, and I can't remember what it was. She's just not good for franchises. No. Or people just like don't know how to write. How to write for her. <laughs> She ends up in projects where the writing does not help her. Yeah, at all. she's just got friends she's doing favors for that well, mean she, well. <laughs> she's got a lot of jobs that like come from favors that her dad's friends are calling yes. in. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Which like, <laughs> hey, girl, get your coin. Nothing wrong with yeah, that. Get, Nobody's get the money. no one on this earth. I don't think thinks you are a bad actress, girl. Like, right. get your coin where you can get it. It's like, I don't, I don't blame you. The project doesn't quite land. No, and also, especially if somebody's like, "Hey, want to be Gwen Stacy right. in a Spider-Man movie?" I'd be like, I would drop everything to do that. Are you kidding me? She'd also make a better Mary Jane, just because the red is a lot better than the blonde. Yeah, blonde but is not. They also I did her so dirty with the blonde. Like, like you said, <laughs> I. Like I said, I have not seen this movie in a very long time. So last time I saw this movie, I did not know who Bryce Dallas Howard was. Right. Um, I didn't even recognize her until you yeah. said her name. And I was like, <gasps> she looks Bryce insane. Dallas Howard. Oh, my God. I didn't realize Bryce Dallas <laughs> Howard was in this movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, goodness. Uh, also in this movie, and unfortunately, truly, it's weak point. Truly as much the as worst part of this movie. I don't. I don't mind what was happening with the character. It just, no. it didn't work out. It didn't fit. And it doesn't match what the character yeah. needs to be. That's Topher Grace as Venom. Topher Grace, another person who has had really solid performances, also has a really good episode of Black Mirror. Who um, is he in Black Mirror? The That episode with Andrew Scott, where he's like holding oh, the driver Oh, is he the hostage. one in the car with him? No, he's the one who owns the tech company that they call oh, he's like the like okay. living okay. he's in the yes. middle of a meditation yes. thing. Yes, yes, yes. But he was also in Black Klansman. And oh, he's okay. Like That's one I on that. my list have not seen it. Yeah. But <laughs> on my list. He's good in that. Yeah. I've heard that movie's and also awesome. like he plays Foreman on that seventies show and he's good on it. Ooh, that seventies show. Yeah. I'm I'm literally looking right that now cuz I've never I movie. he was one person I didn't I forgot to look and see if I knew him from other things. Yeah. That uh, was so the problem right with this was that he was the guy from that 70s show when he played Venom. Oh yeah. And that just does not work. Wow. The guy from that 70s show should not be playing Venom. Yeah, no. He's and also notably Why? like a little guy, kind of a scrawny guy, and Venom the whole point of the character is it's like Spider-Man if he were massive. Right. If Spider-Man were a big, strong correct boy. me if I'm wrong, Venom is not supposed to be, like, a dude with a symbiote attached to him. Oh, no, I it is. Eddie Brock is Venom. Okay. 
Do they do the weird thing where it's just a human face, just like surrounded by venom a lot um, of the time? Not usually. Because I don't like it. That happened. <laughs> I don't like occasionally, it. but it was usually like, "Hey, we're trying to speak just to Eddie Brock and not to." He venom. was apparently in an episode of Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, he's in the one where the whole Ice civilization age. is in the <gasps> fridge. Oh, it's literally yes. just him. okay. Yes, he's yes, not even yes. Animated. That was him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love Love Death and Robots. Yeah, that's a fun show. They're coming out with a new season I soon. Know. I'm very that excited. Be a good time. But yeah, it it just doesn't work. No, it he just, does not work. It doesn't land. It's, it's not just, right. It, you can tell it was basically everything that involved him was kind of tacked on. You can tell it's added in after the it's fact. It's like, okay, this isn't what the script was, but the studio wants it, or somebody wants it, so I guess we gotta put it in here. And you can tell they try to make it like as little of the movie as possible. Right. Because it's only like the last 20 minutes. It's barely Maybe. Because you could have you could have done everything, even with Eddie Brock and the newspaper, like the staff job at the Bugle. You could have done all that stuff. Him doing the fake photo and just had Venom actually show up in a different movie. Yeah. And it would have worked so Like, much just better. set him up, give him that motivation. Right. Have Peter Parker, like, mess up his but life this was a little. Also before you could get away with, like, setting we're setting something up, we're going to do it in another yeah. movie. This that wasn't doesn't exist. It was a different time. There was no Iron Man was going to come out the next year. And you could tell probably because he was that 70s show guy. Right. So they pro- I feel like Sam Raimi probably had this set up so most of the time once he had the symbiote it was going to be just that CGI Mm. actual cool looking face yeah, the face doing some cool. pterodactyl screeching <laughs> which I love yeah, I think that those parts are fun but then there were someone was like or maybe even he Topher Grace maybe was like hey I'm the guy from that 70s show people know who I am this is my face Put it and in you movie. my face gets you more money <laughs> or maybe the I am this person, so in my contract, you have to have you my have face on screen face for it. this long. Yeah, sometimes it feels like that with Tobey Maguire, too. It's like you got to take the mask off real quick. Yeah, you got to, like, <laughs> see my face a little bit. You've had the mask off for too long. Can you imagine if they did that in a show like Mandalorian? <laughs> if Oscar Isaac was like, yeah, you got to... Oscar Isaac? Nope. Is Pedro Pascal. Pedro Sorry. Pascal. <laughs> I said the wrong, wrong Star Wars man. Star Wars. Pedro Pascal was like, yeah, you got to show my face for at least 10 minutes an episode. Yeah. <laughs> Even though the whole the bit. Just wouldn't have gotten the job. D- just what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I think we need to go to question number four. Let's do and it. And question number four comes to us from the, the, the beauty that is what people who listen to this podcast can inspire us with. Power you have. And if you think you have the power inside you, you can the shoot us an email and let us know at wdwjwpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to see pictures of uh, Emily in high school cosplay, you follow us on Twitter and hey. some of the other socials at wdwjwpodcast. Or on Facebook, it's what do we just watch with a question mark. Also, 
while you're doing all that, you might as well just go ahead and you know give the show a little Why rating, not? give it a little review, tell the people that you like What's it. What's it gonna hurt? Um, and if you miss any of that information, don't even worry about it because it's all down in the full show notes Got below. It. You can find it right underneath where the little progress bar is on this episode. Let's go. Question number four is what kind of person plays this on a date, on a first date? Now, this is easy in one way because it breaks one of our rules. There's oh, a yeah, shocking there's amount of infidelity, infidelity in, this, in, this, yeah, in our Spider-Man I totally movie forgot about that. Yep. Where both Peter and Mary Jane kiss other people for some reason. Yeah. B- wi- okay, because both of them... I don't know what's going on with either of those because no, neither Peter of them is like are, what? <laughs> I think Peter is like a, trying to do the like cool guy thing where it's like, oh yeah, I guess I'm cool no, with this. It's fine because MJ tells him to put on a good show, and he and they're setting up the like weird like oh I'm kind of obsessed with people cheering for me thing. Yes, and everybody and is chanting said, kiss to her, kiss her, her, and so he's like, yeah, kiss me. Th- love yeah, it. do what they want. Yes, which is crazy. But then MJ I think he says just like they'll love it. MJ goes over to Harry's house, yeah, like, kind of just to kiss him. Yeah, basically, like there's to a, make an omelet and like, kiss him. It's not like she's like freaking out and like, oh, I have to be around somebody right now. It's like no. I just would like to. I hang could out call with Peter. I think I'm gonna call his friend instead. I'm gonna call his best friend, the amnesia. And go hang out with instead. him instead. And go like cook dinner and like dance in the kitchen and hang out. We're gonna do the twist. Maybe kiss two friends. They might kiss, and they did. And they did, and they will. They sure and did. They it was not good, girl. It no, makes everybody. Both times it was bad. Don't, <laughs> don't do it. So I mean, for that simple reason, we s- we say no to it. It's easy. Also, you shouldn't watch the third movie in a trilogy on a first no, date. Yeah, because that means you haven't had time to watch the first. That movies. seems silly. Also, this one's a little. This movie's not controversial. Like, yeah, it's not the right. You're gonna put the it's wrong not a great foot tone. forward if you're yeah, like. Yeah, it's I not a great tone to set. Spider Man Three. It's fun. It's very fun. But it's not that kind of fun. <laughs> it's it's not. not the correct kind of fun. This is one I'd throw on if like I'm having friends over and. We're having some and we're drinks, and we're d- and we're probably going to talk over a good chunk yeah, of it, exactly. and we're just having a good night. This is not like, oh, this is a movie. I would like to spend some quality time with you, and so I, I handpicked this up movie. On the couch, get get the two of us under a nice big blanket. And Cut watch to him Spider-Man and Bryce Man Dallas 3. Howard just absurdly dancing in the middle. <laughs> oh my goodness! Nonsense. That's not it. No, it's easy. Ha <laughs> ha! That could be us. It's. <laughs> It's easy. <laughs> it's easy. No. Yeah, it's a no. And so we go to. I almost wish five. it could be a yes, but I. There, I wish we could talk our way into it, but we've I got too, a rule no. that just makes it easy. So question number five is: Could someone else have done better? It's where we try to replace people that are in the movie with people who are not in the movie, or we uh, talk our way out of actually having to answer that to come up with something different. Yeah. Because I'm truly trying to think. This of is anything where this here. is where I want to talk about what Spider-Man 4 should have been. Yes. Yeah. Tell me. You've been teasing it for like three hours to me now. Well, tell so me. there there was uh, one actor that um, I intentionally left out of the Why Are You Here segment because I wanted to save talking about him for now. Shows up in all three of these movies and everything Sam Raimi ever does because Bruce oh, Campbell is yeah. his <laughs> muse. 
Bruce Campbell, who's an oh, excellent yeah. time. What a muse. Oh, my God. Not only had he already confirmed that he was going to be in Spider-Man 4, <gasps> but he was going to be in the guy Spider-Man he 4. was gonna be the villain wasn't he he had been tapped to play mysterio oh come on which, which <gasps> not only sounds like an excellent and perfect choice for a Are sam raimi movie come on hitting like like I weird hallucinations far from home, but far from home but directed by sam raimi are you kidding i will never say instead of jake gyllenhaal because i won't i know i know it. i love him i love him but it's it would have just been a but totally he was also supposed movie. to be spider-man at one point you told me he time. almost was spider yeah yeah i remember that Toby from a year ago i remember toby mcguire broke his back in the middle of shooting spider-man 2 and they were like i don't know do you think Jake Gyllenhaal could do it? That my world when you told uh-huh. me that. Yeah. Because what a different world we would be living in. There was also a time when Tom Cruise almost played Spider-Man. Weird. Like, yeah. There Weird. Were, that was one I of those, like... That, that one I cannot at all see. Even Jake Gyllenhaal's, like, a little hard to, like, wrap right. my head around because he's a little too handsome. <laughs> but I don't see yeah. Tom Cruise well, at all. That was the thing, though. Spider-Man was, like, with... The reason Marvel didn't own, doesn't currently own Spider-Man or the X-Men or mm-hmm. there's the Incredible Hulk thing is because Sony. Marvel Comics almost went bankrupt. And so oh, to avoid yes. bankruptcy, they sold off the movie rights to a lot of their characters. Yes. So they sold off the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Um, and then their two like big ticket characters yeah. were Spider-Man and the Incredible Hulk. Yes, That was where they were like, we can make our money selling off the film rights to these two characters which is why when the boy were they kind of incorrect i mean they (laughs) nailed it with spider-man clearly they did spider-man movies have been but hulk was incorrect those were two just bad movies yeah problem but like they made the money yeah they didn't it wasn't about thank god they need to make good movies, so we'll make money. No, just about, they just here, need have to the give us rights. money to make the movies. We need to keep being able to print comic books. Like, yeah. God, that's crazy. So they that could never happen stuff off, And then that's like the only way that they're functional anymore. But then Spider-Man has to exist in his self-contained universe. So we can't have him when we're trying to make the Avengers. So we have to use these. Right. Like B-list characters like Iron Man and Thor and, now, and Captain America. Those are the guys. And now that's the Avengers. <laughs> it's crazy. very cool how that works it's out. Inter- it's so interesting. Uh, but but yes, all of that was to say that there should have been a Spider-Man 4 directed again by Sam Raimi. Yes. Starring Tobey Maguire again with Bruce Campbell as Mysterio. <gasps> that would have been so Come on. Good. And the whole, like, it would have been <sighs> more accurate to the, like, original version of it just because the technology would have made more sense at the time that he mm. was, like, a special effects expert. That's what Mysterio is. He's a special oh, effects expert. See, that makes more sense. Because I, who, like, I know nothing about Mysterio yeah. other than what was in far from home right that's what i know that's the whole bit because i've Beck, never like, heard of that character before. he's like a technician he does special effects gotcha technician i don't work. even honestly remember what his deal was even in that movie like well, he used to work for stark right. and like stark made him mad because in point. far from home he builds the like holographic memory building yes, technology that he that talks about stark uses at the beginning like of civil war, civil war. yeah, yeah. 
So it's the same kind of idea, but the the Mysterio in the comics and such, he like invents these hallucinations and these alternate Which, realities because he my just favorite is very part good of that movie effects. is that it's so that good. whole segment. But is imagine so good. like it's Bruce Campbell, but Bruce Campbell, and Bruce Sam Campbell is like Raimi. I'm the new like <laughs> ringleader of this circus that it I've invented been, in your it mind. It would have been the Riddler. It would have kind yes. of a little bit been the Riddler. And that sounds great. Yes. No, I'm saying that's a good that's thing. I love Sam the Riddler. Nonsense. Um, I've also been just thinking in general about Spider-Man villains that I think need to show up. Yes, please. Tell me more. Because I don't know very many of them. I know there's a lot of them. There's I don't know a, a thousand ton of them. Of them. When I, so I, <laughs> I loved the Spider-Man 3 game for the Wii. And one of the things I loved about it was, like, it did the movie, but also just a ton of extra stuff. Yes. So it was like, here's all of these extra, like, villains that you can fight. And one of them that I think needs to be in a movie is Craven the Hunter. I've never heard of this. Craven the Hunter is dope. He's this, like, Russian, like... Yes. <laughs> he's, like, a big game hunter. His, his name is Sergei Kravenov. Ooh. And his whole thing is he, like hunts all of the world's most dangerous game and then spider-man spider-man is next prey is the dangerous so yeah he's like, that's he's like genetically enhanced and he wears like this insane like tiger print bodysuit of course in the he does it's crazy i love but that. it would be so fun to get like here's a an insanely powerful like international that. assassin basically who just wants to mount Spider-Man's head on his wall. And what a cool, like, especially for the, the if we're talking now, Spider-Man, mm -hmm. Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Like, what a cool villain that, like, doesn't feel like the other it Avengers really need to be there. It doesn't do what the other ones did. Yeah, like, like that's just him. Nobody's going to be like, why isn't the rest of the team here? Well, right. he's just after the one guy. He's just after Spider-Man. Like, he's just dealing with him, and that's a small enough thing where it's a big deal, but, like, right. it's not... It matters to Spider-Man, but it you wouldn't that's call a big problem in now in the MCU is like, well, why don't they call where the was everybody else? Every time anything happens, like, why didn't, why they call didn't the anybody else help Wanda when she was having her troubles? Why, why didn't any <laughs> of the Avengers come to this like insane like kidnapping a town sort yeah. of event? Why did Jimmy Woo from the FBI? <laughs> why have to be the why guy was in the best they could get? Jimmy love Jimmy Woo. Love but why Jimmy was Woo. the best they could get? He shouldn't have been the best they Jimmy could get. Jimmy Woo and his card tricks. Right. It's like well, and now people are asking that question about, about the finale of the Falcon and the Winter yeah, Soldier. Like like that, that they're at Spider Man's house. Spider Man is there. He's that's where he lives. He couldn't have been far unless he was literally he was far, far from, from home, home at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, seems like he might have been around. He might have been around. They're in New York, and that's Spider-Man's whole thing. Or at least thing. somebody could have been in town. His little high school friend could have been like, hey, You uh, think Ned is going to save the day? Yeah. No, <laughs> could have called him and been uh -oh. like, hey. Uh, <laughs> you need to get back to town now. And then Can he goes, you please well, come home? And he's like, well, I'm dealing with Jake Gyllenhaal. So, uh, I got things going on. <laughs> oh, goodness. Aunt May knew at that point too so like oh yeah she, she did didn't she it's been she finds out at the end of the first one yeah oh my gosh that's all i really want to talk about is with could somebody else have done better it's just the fact that <sighs> somebody else should have done better and it's this it's sony's fault that sam raimi didn't get to make the that's greatest the movie thing. of all time i can't think of anything else really because 
every character in this movie is either done so well I don't want to see anybody else yep. do it, or has already been recast three times. Uh -huh. <laughs> so we've gotten more Harry Osborn, more Peter Parker, more MJ. We've gotten more Gwen Stacy. So much. Like, what am I gonna do? I I agree that Bryce Dallas Howard isn't perfect, but I'm not gonna beat Emma Stone with a recast. No. There's yeah, what am I going to say? <laughs> I think Emma Stone should do it. There's three excellent Peter Parkers, and I don't need to pick one. There's one more bad Harry Osborn. This one's a good one. Yeah. Remember when Dane oh, DeHaan yeah. was Harry Osborn? I forgot Harry Osborn was even in those. They He even like did the full Green Goblin thing, and it, it was very not good. Bad. It looked yucky. It was not good. It looked gross. And it wasn't. It, it just was bad. Yeah. It wasn't right. No. no. So I think we should go to the next question. Yes. And <laughs> here's here's the thing. Question number six is: Would this be better as a musical? No, and I will say it for every Spider-Man movie no, because we've already discussed the fact that Spider-Man became a musical. No, but it did get us the first collaboration between uh, uh, Reeve, Carney Reeve Carney and yeah. Patrick Page. Who both went oh, on? I always to be forget in Patrick Hades Page Town. was in that. Reeve, they because played, what a weird thing for Patrick Hero Page to be in. First, they played Spider Man and the Green Goblin, and then, and then they played Orpheus and Hades. Obviously, the natural transition. That's the next progression. Clearly, <laughs> I just like what a that. Weird, yeah, no, I love that. Every time I remember that, it makes me happy. Because we talked about Spider Man Turn Off the Dark for a long time in the first episode. Yes, we so, did. like, if you want to hear us talk about Spider Man Turn Off the Dark, go back and listen to Want to hear us one year younger talking one. about that? Go on there. Episode one is when we talked about Who that. Who know? Want to hear us in much lower audio quality? But still better than last but week. But a little younger. <laughs> still better than last in week. In the middle of quarantine, <laughs> just hanging out. Go listen to that one. Uh, when we didn't know what order we were going to do Still things. Still talking in. about Tiger King? We were talking about Tiger like King. Like it was a current thing? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> so let I'll, I'll suffice it to say, no, this movie would not be better no, as a musical. It's a terrible not. idea. No, absolutely. Don't ever do it again. We don't need any more superhero musicals, I don't think, unless they're going to be like clever ones. Just yes. don't, nothing with a Marvel or a Warner Brothers tag on no. it. No. And so we go to question no, number you. seven. And question number seven is, what do you rate this film? And while I love it, <laughs> I do know it has flaws. Of course. So I'm going to give it 70000 out of $100,000 of medical debt that the Marco family is quite clearly in. Yes. Because healthcare is broken. <laughs> 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 That's insane that even in 2007, we were like, you know what our villain's origin story is? Healthcare. He, healthcare. That he's how, having a rough how time. How busted paying for healthcare Bad. is. <laughs> what about you? What do you want to rate this film? Emily? I wanted to rate this film on a scale of best to worst villains in the trilogy. Oh, that's really good. In the whole trilogy. Not all of Spider-Man, just this just trilogy. This trilogy, which is an easy top and bottom. I think Sandman's number one. Ooh. It's either Sandman or Doc Ock. Because it's I it's switch Doctor back Octopus and forth. But for the sake of we're talking about this movie, I'm gonna say Sandman. Okay, I'm on board. Two, Venom. Venom, easy. Venom, Venom, Venom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And I'm gonna give it 
a Willem Dafoe Green Goblin. Come on now. Like, real love good. Willem real Dafoe. good. Not my favorite, but real good. Gotta love Willem Dafoe, though. I Come love on Willem Dafoe. I will be obsessed with Willem Dafoe and everything he is in until the day I die. <laughs> the I Willem love Dafoe that man. Green Goblin is so the good. The two seconds he popped up in this movie, I was like, oh, there he is. I love him. Oh, it's so good. God, I love Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Oh, goodness. And so we launch into our final question. What are we um, doing? And it's for me this time. A brand new year. Brand new What are we going to watch next week? And we are launching into... Season two. (laughs) I guess. I don't know. The (laughs) second year of this podcast. This is like a new era now. And so how do we kick it off? I think... There's a lot of ways to go about that. You could you could try to pick the best possible. You could try to pick the worst possible. I wanna I wanna pick a sincere movie to lead us into the next phase. Okay. I wanna pick a movie that I love that I mentioned like a month or so ago now that I just have wanted to I've watched like two or three times since uh-huh. then. So we just need I to think do I it know where you're going. Because I really want to watch About Time. Yes! I want to watch... We haven't done just... This is just a straight-up, like, romance. Beautiful. Let's just watch, like, a straight-up yes. romance I've movie. I've been saving it because I've been wanting to watch it, but you said you were going to pick yes. it at some point, so I, I was waiting. I wanted to watch it. I wanted to watch it for the podcast. Yay! Because it's beautiful and magical. It'll be my first time it's watching it. It's the last thing that convinces me that love is real. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we need some of that sometimes? We really do, and this is the movie for it. Yay! It's the perfect movie hey, for it. We've been doing it for a year. A whole year. Look at us go. Why? <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I like have so it. much fun. It's good. It's very good. I just, that was, too, it was <laughs> right there. And I could not do it. Oh, goodness. A whole year. I know. I bet there's a, even like people who've listened to all the episodes. My mom. My dad. <laughs> At least two. I think my dad's listened to nearly every episode. I'm pretty sure my mom's heard every single one. I think it's just sometimes when there's a movie that he hasn't seen, he doesn't care. Since I'm living (laughs) at home, her quote-unquote office is right outside my bedroom (laughs) door. So on, like, Thursday mornings, without fail, I will walk out there, like, 9 in the morning, and I'll just hear my own voice blasting from her speakers (laughs) and immediately, like, run out of the room because I don't want to hear that. Um, Every once in a while, I uh, get into my dad's car, and the podcast automatically continues Aww. to play and i go oh i don't want to listen to hey, that that's me so like Ryan. thanks but don't i don't want to listen but to not you. in front of me but like do it but like do not it while the i'm comfort in the of your own time <laughs> oh goodness well that that will be the beginning of the end <laughs> The end? What? Isn't every episode kind of the beginning of the end? We don't know. Wow. (laughs) When you put it that way. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the cyclical nature of time quite a bit next week. Great. I can't wait. We're going to talk about time (laughs) more than you're anticipating. It's going to be great. But whether we're talking about high-flying superhero antics, whether it's an alien from space that makes you angry. Yeah. Or, or it's a true love story. Between a quaint Britishman yes. and his new American love, yes. whatever that may be, we're gonna make sure that we we dive deep and we answer the questions that you all have on your mind every time you yeah. watch a movie. I have to assume at this point, it's the one job that we and only we decided that we have. Yes, but now you all who listen 
keep us in this perpetual cycle of asking You're and answering. You're enabling us. This Thank truly you. Sisyphean cycle wow. of asking and answering questions. <laughs> and mostly <laughs> the most important question of all. The big one. The one that I put in bold boy. letters on my notes app. All caps. It's what did we just watch? I got them wet, so...